This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The biggest breaking news stories, an outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, thank you very much indeed for joining us. These are indeed very strange. It feels sort of unprecedented at times. Uh, and, uh, and, and as part of as part of this small changes, there, it is, it is lovely to welcome uh, Talk Sport listeners to the show uh, until 7 o'clock. Very much uh, appreciate your company here this morning and uh, very much appreciate the company of uh, my guests here uh, in the studio this morning as well. And they are Candice Holdsworth, who's a writer and commentator, and Conservative commentator Andre Walker. Good morning to you, Barry. Good morning. I wish it was under nicer, happier circumstances. But, um, I mean, I was on air on Friday morning um, uh, alongside uh, my colleague Jeremy Kyle, and I think we were all still in a bit of shock on Friday morning um, after the news on Thursday, even though we were talking about a a 96-year-old monarch who we knew was not in the best of health. It still came as a big shock. It was such a... It was just such a, a big, just a sort of seismic change in our country um, for, 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 you know, I mean, it's just historically, it was a major, major, major moment. 
lots of things have moved on over the weekend and we're now into a lot of the the practical planning side mm -hmm. of what happens uh, in the coming days and weeks and certainly a very busy itinerary for uh, the new king king charles the third and indeed for our brand new prime minister and um, before we go into the details of all of that and, and lots of people wanting to know when they may get the opportunity to pay their respects to uh, the queen and see her, uh, her coffin lying in state uh, either uh, in uh, St Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh or, or in Westminster Hall later this week. Let me come to you first, Andre. Um, just to, you've been on air, of course, over the weekend as well. But yep. but just to, just your thoughts on, on on where we are today. Sort of it's sort of you know the morning after the night before where people are sort of getting back to normal life, um, uh, but um, very aware that this seismic event has happened. Yeah, I suppose. Look, if you lived at the time of, say, William the Fourth, where there was a series of monarchs who came in, then you would know what is yeah. supposed to happen. Yeah. But obviously, there was all sorts of things like proclamations, this and accession councils, that and all this sort of stuff that, you know, we're just all completely unfamiliar with. Mm. I I'll tell you what I think. I've seen, and I, I've often said that I live in Windsor, so obviously that's quite an important place at the moment, that you can see that things have been properly planned. Everything just slotted into place. I mean, decades Really of professionally, into this. really yeah. professionally. There was like, you know, the, I don't know, it's only a small thing, but in Windsor, the police knew where they needed to be and where the barriers were and all this sort of stuff. So look, I think there's something comforting about the continuity, but the reality yeah. is n none of us remember a time before the Queen. No, that's it, isn't it? Kind of and this is one of the things about a constitutional monarchy, whether you're a Republican or you're a staunch monarchist or or as many people actually do somewhere in between um, this is about continuity it's the very big difference from us you know say with America or France or elsewhere um, is that uh, the head of state the allegiance is it's non-political and it provides that continuity you know what happens there's not a big sort of long election we've just gone through you know two months of a Tory leadership election democracy is messy that's the whole point of a constitutional monarch isn't it the monarchy mm. is less messy when you go into these times of of i suppose pageantry that a lot that again a lot of people find very reassuring at these times it's why they say the queen is dead long live the king immediately it moves from one to the other the oh, chain they, is not broken did you not find that a little bit stark when they first said that i did and i still haven't got used to saying the king no king charles i still it's still strange because like andre said i've lived most of my life saying the queen but I, but the, the, other, the other point to make is, and I don't want to be brutal about this, but the reason they summon the royal dukes to the deathbed of the monarch is really to swear an oath of allegiance to the new king. That's their principal purpose for yeah. being there. And, we saw and that, that is how stark it is. We saw that over the weekend with uh, all of the, you know, the, the, the reading of the proclamations yeah. and, uh, and all of that, and that how quickly that process you know, comes in. And again, I think a lot of us think were surprised who were not, you know, sort of royal experts, that the first official statement about the, the, the death of Queen Elizabeth II came from King Charles III. Yes, it, it was in his name, and I think there was a bit of oh, hold on a minute. I mean, we know that obviously um, uh, coronations come a lot later, um, yeah. but uh, it is uh, it, yeah. I think I think for a lot of people that was uh, yeah who were not who are not royal historians, which most of us are not. I think we've heard a lot from royal historians over the uh, over the last uh, few days. Um, let's talk about what is happening um, today, um, because uh, crucially today uh, we are going to be seeing uh, the the Queen's coffin, which made very very moving front pages yeah. um, of the Queen's coffin being moved with the royal standard uh, and travelling um, to. I have to say, I mean, 
incredible numbers of people. The yeah. the lining up. The, I mean, I've I've loved. My do you think I love? I love the tractors lining up yes. as a as a guard of honor and the and the people. There's quite the a lot back. of them as well. Yeah, and it was really. I thought it was just really just. I don't know. It's it's those little things that I think are so quintessentially British, and I love those things. Um, but the, the coffee moving from Balmoral to Edinburgh, um, and and into the Palace of Holyrood House. Um, later today, the coffin will be moved to Lion State of St Giles Cathedral. But this this will happen after um, the King has addressed MPs and peers uh, later this morning in Westminster Hall. Uh, that's at 10 o'clock this morning. Um, then the King will fly to Edinburgh with the Queen Consort Camilla to walk behind the coffin uh, from Holyrood uh, to St Giles um, along the Royal Mile, of course. Um, at three o'clock, there will be a service, but the, the Prime Minister will also attend this service and from five o'clock tonight uh, members of the public will be able to view uh, the queen's coffin uh, for 24 hours um the king then goes on to an audience with nicola sturgeon uh, also an address to the scottish parliament and in the evening tonight there will be and i think this is going to be very moving for a lot of people a vigil in st giles just for the royal family that i think candace is going to be a very moving event. It'll be very moving to see these ceremonies and these traditions that have been around for centuries. We're living through history. We're witnessing yeah. so much. I mean, it really is an incredible moment. One day our grandchildren will ask us about this. Where were you? What were you doing? Mm. And I want to be able to say that I took part. So I think I will go and pay my respects. You're planning in, in, when, when, the, when the Queen's coffin arrives at Westminster Hall? I think well, so. I mean, let's talk about that because the predictions, we know that when the Queen Mother's uh, coffin was lying in state at Westminster Hall, I was working in the House of Commons at the time, um, it, there were 200,000 people who came to pay their respects, far more than had been predicted. That was quite unexpected, yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and again, people, I mean, not, no one's even allowed to stop. You have to keep walking. You, know, you, just, yeah. you, you come in and you walk along, you keep walking, that's it. You're, you're in there for five minutes max. Um, this time they, they've been talking about possibly even up to a million people um, talking about uh, people having 12 hour waits um, you know having to camp overnight Um, that's going to actually prevent a lot of people who do want to pay their respects from doing that there Andre well I think with the with the Queen Mother the big advantage was this idea of doing it 24 hours so there were some people who will literally turn up at 3am in order Mm. to avoid the queue but they they were taken by surprise with the Queen Mother I think they'll be much more organised this time and it is going to be it is going to be for four four and a bit days and it's going to be for 20 24 hours a day at five o'clock on Wednesday evening um, the, the, the Westminster Hall will be open to the public uh, to view uh, the Queen's coffin and to pay their respects. Um, but, again, and then again, until I think 6.30 on Monday morning, but just before the funeral at Westminster Abbey, where they obviously is part of the funeral, because the, 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 funeral, the, the coffin will be taken there. Um, there are quite a lot of strict rules about what you can and cannot do. Um, they've been giving advice on, on, on if you're going to queue. Um, they're saying you're going to go through airport-style security, so you're going to have to be quite limited about what you can take in. Just one small bag with one sort of simple opening. Uh, people are being told that they do need suitable weather for the clothing. Luckily, it's not going to be freezing cold, but it, hey, it's cold at night, this, isn't it? But, but this is when we become familiar with the word catafalque which is the desk that the coffin sits on. Yes. I've never heard the word catafalque yes. other than when somebody lays in state. Uh, yes, I've said that with the Royal Standard and the and the orb and the scepter will be, the crown will be laid uh, on the coffin as well and the guard of honour. Well, we I, incred- I found it incredibly moving with the Queen Mother. It's, mm. a, it's a beautiful... It's a beautiful scene, and Westminster Hall is an extraordinary place. It's the oldest part of the Palace of Westminster. The the last funeral, Margaret Thatcher, they just had her in the chapel, not in the hall itself. So 
It's been a while. The, yeah, for Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, but again, this is the thing. And even the Queen Mother's funeral, it wasn't a it wasn't a state funeral no. for the technicality, was it? And and indeed, of course, Prince Philip's and Prince Philip's coffin was not laid in state, but that was at his request. Yes. Um, so just to go through, I mean, so people are told you need to bring you know suitable clothing, um, uh, and obviously you know, umbrellas and things, food and drink, because there's not going to be really anywhere around Westminster uh, to buy anything. Um, uh, and uh, you know, portable mobile phone chargers, medication, etc., etc. But when you go in, you're only going to take a tiny bag. There's going to have to put your any bags into into uh, into you know, check them in. You can't bring flowers or soft toys. You're not allowed to take photographs when you go into Westminster Hall. Um, no banners. No, and also people are being asked to dress appropriately. Um, I do think it's one of the strange things when you see people. Some of the reactions of the crowds. Um, and I realise that, say, with Buckingham Palace, there will be people who just happen to be walking by. They're on holiday. They're tourists. Yep. But I do think it's quite strange that people say, I want to go along to pay my respects, but I'm in my, my vest, and t- vest and shorts, my flip-flops. And, 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 and I suppose, and, sort of, and just sort of cheering and hip-hip, hooray. I, I found that quite weird, actually, Andre. But, but, but everybody's different, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. There, there are things that people have, I've seen people do that I personally wouldn't do. But then again, people are going to look at me and, and think what I'm doing is a bit odd. So, you know. But then, I mean, what, can I put this to you, Candice? Cause, because one of the things that I've been quite disturbed by, look, I mean, again, there's a time and a place for people to bring up things. We're talking about, a na- you know, I say people talk about a nation in mourning. Many millions of people are in mourning for for a much-loved queen, a much-respected queen. And in fact, I don't know really many Republicans who don't think that she did a damn good job and that she, I mean, really never put foot wrong. Um, She was always politically neutral. Um, I don't think it's possible to have done the job that she did for her life better than she did it. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. 